Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. Well, you know, if there's any advice I'd give anybody for going through your six, first six months, because I've had several people reach out to me <clears throat> and say, hey, I'm a, I just filed or I just moved out. And I, they're, you know, they might say, what would, what's your first bit of advice? My first bit of advice is find your tribe. Find one, at least one, maybe two or three divorced, keyword divorced, men and women that you can connect with because they're going to be sympathetic. They're going to have empathy. They're going to understand what you're going through either because they've gone through it or they're right in the middle of it as well. And, you know, a lot of people don't have divorced friends. You know, they have couple friends when they're couples. And so you come out of it and you're like, how am I going to find, you know, all my friends are kind of like on the fence. Do I support the husband or the spouse, you know, the wife. And so they're out of the picture. And so you're left with not a whole lot of support system. And so, you know, that's the advice I give them is don't jump into dating. Don't jump into going out every night and drinking and doing, you know, filling yourself with something that's going to be harmful and just prolong the healing process. Jump in and find those friends. I wish I had done it. Um, It took me 18 months to figure out how important it was. Yeah, but I think it's critical. And we're trying to build this platform where we just make it super easy. You know, from the you can file one day and the next day show up at our one of our events and plug in and start to meet people, and all of a sudden you have a support team. And so that's the definitely friendships definitely help with your healing, especially friends that have been there and gone through that. I agree. I think that's the first thing that I did. And I I didn't know that that you existed because it was be uh, you came after my time but I would have completely jumped into that group because that was the most important thing is to be with like-minded people that have experienced this because when you're with people that haven't, there's just no, you can't relate. But yet you walk into a room and somebody learns that you've been divorced and all of a sudden you guys are like best friends. You know know what you've gone (laughs) through regardless of how severe or how easy it may have been. Like you have an instantly related topic that you guys can share. I find that to well, be phenomenal. You know, Peter, it's, it doesn't mean that you're like dumping everything on that person. No, uh, at all. That's, at all. It's just that you're like, it's almost like how veterans, um, you know, connect. Yeah. Even if someone had been in Vietnam and the other one had been in yeah. you know, the Gulf War, there's just this connection because you've experienced the same trauma that that person has. You get it. Yeah. Um, whether you're the one at fault, whether both of you had to, con- whatever, regardless of the type of divorce yeah. that you've gone through, there's just something to be said. I remember this was back um, several months ago. We were planning for a party and we had a bunch of people that were putting together these little gift bags for this big event we were having. So it's everybody in the divorce community. And someone starts talking about something that's going on with their ex-spouse and we're all kind of laughing about it. And throwing in our two cents. And I was kind of took a step back and I interrupted everybody. I said, this is why this works. It's because (laughs) everybody in this room gets it. Everybody in this room is nodding their head going, I know, (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's 
really, it's, it's a incredible um, healer for someone. I'm trying to think of the right term, but it's, it's just a way to accelerate your healing, being able to just be with people that have experienced that. And you know, you're going to get the empathy. You're going to get the understanding as well. I found that when I opened my mouth and I started speaking to people, what I found was that what I thought was inside my head that was so vast and, and large was very common amongst all of our stories. 100%. So it made me feel connected. It made me feel united and, and like, oh, okay, cool. This will pass. This too shall pass. You know, it gave me that reassurance. It's, it's validation. Oh yeah. my gosh. I thought I was out on an island. Yeah. And I was the only one that it felt this way or had this happen to me. You're right. And when you hear it from other people, you feel validated and you feel normal. Yeah. And I think that that really makes a big difference as you're going through that pain. Yeah. And you're still on the island. It's like in the movie, you know, when they land on that part of the island where nobody's there. But and then you go in through the forest and you notice that, you know, there's other tribes. Right. That's <laughs> right. Cool That's right. You're still it can on the be island. a really That's cool right. island. Yeah. Yeah. It can be a very cool island. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, so we're, um, we're coming towards the ending of our conversation. And I wanted to, to ask you a couple of things. So we, we found out, you know, what happened. We, we know what you did. What would you do differently, like knowing what you know now? You know, I was on another podcast and someone asked me, um, asked me this very question and um, two things. And, and, and let me preface it by saying um, I have no regrets. You know, I, the decisions that I made, I'm happy with them. I'm in a really good spot right now uh, out of my divorce. Uh, at the same time, um, if there was like, if there was like one opportunity that I had right before that event occurred with that, that one conversation out on the back patio where I would have said, you know what, I'm going to invest, give one, one more last ditch effort to try to keep this thing going, I would have done it. And I chose not to do it because I was so checked out of the marriage. You know, I was just kind of going through the motions. As I mentioned, I was numb, but to be, to have the awareness that this is about to implode and is there anything that I can do um, to potentially repair it? I only say that maybe more from the perspective of uh, seeing what my kids went through. And um, it's not out of guilt, but it's just out of, you know, it'd have been nice to been able to say I gave, every last effort. I almost feel like I'd already gone to a point where, um, well, I know that I didn't, where I just didn't, um, even after that conversation, I was like, okay, whatever, I, you know, uh, there just wasn't um, any conscious or any effort left on my part to try to make amends. That's one thing. That was deep, but that is one thing. The second thing that I would say after I did it, was not to date so quickly. And um, I would advise anybody that's in your first six months, probably in your first year, don't date. Um, definitely your first six months, most definitely your first three months because you're not in any state. You're, in, you're going through uh, a trauma. You're going through a death and you're not in any state to provide anything that's healthy to anyone else. 
And too many times we jump into dating, including myself, either to fill loneliness, you know, or um, to get the validation or the affirmation um, that we're that we're not getting at all. And so we're trying to fill, you know, this love tank of we want people to adore us and say nice things to us because we're not experiencing it at the time. We're lonely, but we're not in any state to go out looking for a relationship, even if it's casual. I think we're just, um, we're still very toxic at that time. We've got to get through the healing process. Usually six months is a good indicator because you've kind of gone through it and the dust has kind of started to settle a little bit. You kind of see where you are and then you can kind of think through it. But, you know, healing isn't linear and there's people that it may take multiple years for them to heal, not just six months. And so I got into dating literally within 30 to 45 days of moving out. We had talked about it and said it was okay to do it. Kind of saw the writing on the wall. And I did it out of loneliness to fill um, that void of um, wanting connection. And, you know, I happened to jump into a relationship right out of the bat. It lasted three months, um, didn't work out, then jumped right into another one. And then I realized I'm not in any state to be a good boyfriend, let alone for me to be wanting a girlfriend. And so I adjusted the way that I date. Um, and um, in hindsight, I wish that I would have taken those first six months just to be at peace and just feel everything and not try to fill that void or that hurt by getting affirmation from someone else, if that makes sense. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.